Daddy, wake up! Daddy, wake up! Wake up! Wake up, Daddy! Wake up, Daddy! 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 You guys awake? Are you awake now? And if you are awake, are you living your life to the fullest? This is the Dad Podcast. Where we talk about our Catholic faith becoming fully alive through being a husband. And being a father. Really, through our vocation as a husband and a father. So, if you're a dad, this is your spot. Yeah, it's time. It's time to rise up. Welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Hey, what's up? This is Iris from Seattle. And this is Ray from Chicago. And welcome to the Fatherhood Arise podcast. Yes, that's right. I'm going to say this for fathers, by fathers. This is for you, Dad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? Oh, my gosh, everybody. Welcome back. It's been fun. Ray, do you got a voice for us? Oh, man, of course. I, I forgot to do this one, and, and I love this one. My kids love this one. Maybe I do, too. It's, um, you ready for this? I'm ready. This is my voice. It's, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a crazy Donald Duck. How about that? <laughs> you ready for this? All right. This is all for, for for the listeners, and hopefully the, my kids will be listening to this one day, right? So here we go. This is their favorite. That's it. Oh, my god! Crazy, mad Donald Duck voice that what I have. What did you just say? I don't know. Nothing. Really. Uh, that was incredible. Thank you. Thank you. <clears throat> I think you missed your vocation there. <laughs> Dude, that's a... I felt like I was talking to Donald Duck. Really? I, more so than usual. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I texted this idea to you. and You kind of shut me down right away. But, man, if we start like a YouTube, um, maybe praying the rosary with Mickey or Donald, do you think that'll work <laughs> with the kids? <laughs> okay, maybe not. So someone starts with the Mickey. And yeah, then, right. and then the response in the Donald. Mm. I think, I think the younger kids would be like, "Yeah, I want to pray with." You Mickey might be and- into, you might be onto something, right? Listener, well, we might- shy man. <laughs> <laughs> we might get in trouble with Disney though, but what are you gonna do? Yeah, actually, we probably shouldn't do that <laughs> for lots of reasons. But anyways, welcome back. <laughs> if you're confused about what just happened, listen to last week's episode. Yeah. But we're back today, and um, Ray and I are talking about Catholic dad stuff. Catholic dad stuff. And I wanted to, I'm going to ask you this, because I've been kind of reflecting about my life here. I'm, I'm uh I, I, I was planning on losing some good weight before I turned 41. All the fathers okay. out there that's like passing. That nice round number, 41. 41. <laughs> I was going gonna, gonna, gonna to lose 41 pounds. Oh, my for gosh. Birthday. Yeah, I was. I have like, okay. two weeks, like two weeks left, so <laughs> probably not. Oh, your birthday's coming up. It is. Almost, almost here. But anyway, I've just been reflecting on my life, and I'm like, Man, have I grown? Am I the same? What's going on here? So I want to ask you this question. Well, you grew 41 pounds for sure. Yeah, I guess. That's, yeah. Thanks for... Okay. Thanks (laughs) thanks for reminding me of that. Have you, I mean, okay, just before you get into that, did you, have you lost weight? I mean, have you been trying? I, I've, uh, I've... (laughs) We've been on quarantine and I really have no excuse Right, uh-huh. like I have a, a a nice. I'm I'm proud of my gym at home, so I have really you created no, a home gym. I did, I, and and I really have no no excuse. 
Like at first I you know, I was like my excuse was, ha oh, man, I don't wanna go all the way upstairs and get some socks. And this is quarantine time, so you know, you're not I'm not wearing socks. I'm just walking around with my <laughs> uh, chanelas obviously. with my slippers, right? You're right. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, forget it, I'm not gonna work out. Now I put like a bunch of uh socks, like a box of socks. Yes. There in you my go. gym. So I don't I don't have an excuse. Right. But going back to your question, have I have I lost weight? Mm, it's like like two steps forward, like five steps back. Oh my gosh. It's one of those. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. Um, that should be a good episode we'll do in the future yes. on working out. Yeah. Maybe we'll have a guest or two on as well. That'd be great because yeah, about the, working out. The dad bod, mm, I mean, I'm, I'm wearing it right now, man. Yeah. Well, I agree with that. Uh, <laughs> hey. Not 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 on you, <laughs> on myself. I don't, okay, I yeah. know I don't have a nice fancy home gym. Um, I'm more of like a Rocky in the uh, in the I uh, yeah. <laughs> in the freezer. <laughs> Let me hit this, I'm the Russian guy. I'm the the meat. Guy. Let me hit the meat Chasing that chickens. I have in my. <laughs> The bottom f- freezer that I have just punched down. Uh, oh man! Yeah, so it uh, so hasn't been going well, but we'll we'll talk about that some other time. Yes, let's All right. let's. All right, so here's my question to you. Yes, please. So you know we're we're um we're uh, past forty now. We're gonna be. Mm-hmm. And so did you, did you have a fear when you were a kid? Did you have a fear uh, that you still carry? until now as a as a 40 plus year old man did you have like a a fear of something right sure hey ease up on that 40 plus though um, oh sorry yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, that's that was it growing yeah, we old gotta, um, we gotta we gotta clean that, no right? so my uh yeah i think when i was a kid i had a ton of fears i hmm. was uh my cousins would call me a scaredy cat were you were I you know. that kid I was that kid. I oh, mean, man. I didn't think I was, but my cousins would make fun of me like I was. So may, there might have been some truth to that. And I think I had the typical kid fears. But over time, um, I mean, there's like the surface level fears. Yeah, and then yeah, there's yeah. the deep rooted fears and things like being alone hmm. um, or loneliness as a um, kid, you you had the, no like, no like that that kind of existential fear. I was thinking um, like 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 a like a piglet thing, you know. Oh, the deer, kind of a right, right, yeah. fear. <laughs> yeah, so th- like those like existential fears, I think I've worked through okay. in my adulthood. But like one of the things that still freaks me out is spiders. Spiders, really? Yeah, spiders. So. um uh, every time I'd see a spider when I was a kid, I'd like freak out and like run out of the room, even if it's on the other side of the room. Yeah. And then I used to be a missionary uh, in West Africa. And one time um, I was staying in this village that was like a mud hut village, just straight up mud hut village um, where all the homes are made out of mud, um, dried, dried up mud. And um, wow. And I was staying in the church and the church, the, they didn't have like any place for us to, for me to stay. So they said, uh, well, here's a, a room and it has a gener and it has the church generator, which is a, uh, this kind of like big machinery. Hmm. And they said, you could sleep here. And I said, great. And, uh, he said, okay, so we'll see you in the morning. And they closed the door. And right before they closed, they, uh, turned off the lights right before they turned off the light. I saw a big spider. 
Jeez, like oh, a big what, spider in this. What are we this. talking about here? Like uh, a pinky length? or? Oh, my gosh. Like uh, a, uh, probably its body was the size of my, I don't know. Yeah, maybe like its body was my the body. Uh, the pinky. The pinky. Oh, jeez. Okay. It is a big spider. And I was like, okay, well, I got to kill this spider before I go to bed. And so I tried to, um, I took off my slipper and I was going to go and get this <laughs> spider. And I was like super scared. And, you were alone, um, here, right? Or it was like yeah, I was alone. Okay. I was alone, and so I took a swing at the spider, and kid you not, it flew. The the spider flew. Yeah, the spider Come like on. sprouted wings <laughs> and flew. And I'm like, oh, 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 oh no! Oh man. Yeah, so I like freaked and I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, the spider is mad. And then they closed, they turned off the lights on me. Oh, geez. They're like, close the door, turn off the light. I was like, oh my gosh, the spider knows I tried to kill it. It is uh, healthy now. Yeah. And then so when I woke up the next morning, three spider bites on my butt. Are you serious? It got me in the (laughs) night on my butt cheek. Why why is your butt cheeks. Exposed. And <laughs> no, I must have crawled in the church? up. Yeah, in like a, the ch- generator room of the church. And so your butt village. was exposed while you were sleeping. No, I climbed through my, <laughs> or like it was strong enough to puncture through the oh, the I clothing. See. That's wild. Anyways, yeah. So spiders. And so, so if until I see now, a spider, you still have that. So inside, inside, I still have that like pang of fear. Yeah. But you know what? I'm the man of this house, yeah, and okay. my wife is scared of spiders, mm-hmm. and my kids scared of spiders. So, uh, um, <laughs> when it comes to it, someone got to kill the spider or d- deal with the spider. I don't really approve of wholesale killing. So, uh, someone's yeah. got to deal with it, and you yeah. know who that is? Me. Wow. So I got to just swallow it. But in on the inside, I'm like. Freaking, freaking out. out. Oh boy. But on the outside, I'm like the ice man. I'm, I like I, try not try not to let my kids see it. My kids know it with me, man. Because I'm I'm with you. I can, I can, I'm not so scared of spiders, but when it comes to like animals or um like I told I think I told you uh, in, in the past uh, episodes uh, about uh, a dead bird that uh got caught in, in my garage. I just can't handle those uh, small little creatures uh chipmunks maybe i i, I can't do it I, I, uh rodents no way snakes heck no uh, spiders i can but again those other things my and my kids know it too and they uh they kind of look to mom to <laughs> oh she to, handles they, it they look to their mom to, to to handle it so yeah nice how about yeah. you do, you do you have like the childhood is that yours oh uh, no no um well yeah that's but I guess I'm kind of known as that as well. Dang it, as as a scaredy cat. Not really. I'm a tough guy. I'm a tough guy. Anyway, um, I am still scared a little bit. I'm still scared of the dark. Is that of the is dark? That yeah, of the dark. Like I've noticed that I need to have a little bit of light still, like a little night light. I don't know. Is it? Is there anyone else? Are any listeners out there that's I'm not necessarily scared, but I'm more comfortable. When I can see the stuff that's mm. around me, especially when I'm sleeping, I'm not the one that likes to. <laughs> I want to know what's lights. around me when I'm sleeping. <laughs> I want to be able to see when I'm asleep. 
when I'm asleep, you know, you wake up sometimes. Yeah, I want to. Oh, make I'm sure totally that- opposite. I want to have it pitch black really? yeah, <laughs> when I go to guy. sleep. I'm not that guy. I gotta have a little night light. It doesn't have to be. I, I used to sleep with the, the the full lights on. No, but now I, I could I could uh, I could handle a, a little night light. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh at your fear. You're totally laughing at me. I do. I did, but I retract that <laughs> laugh. <laughs> oh, was that, oh, reversed. Was that, that was reversed, reversed? laugh. Okay. Yeah, okay, it's taken nice. back now. Okay. Huh? Yeah. So yeah. the dark. Yep. The dark. So I'm, I'm. I'm still scared of the dark. That's right. Yeah. So do you see your kids have mm. the same fears? Like maybe this is an interesting kind of thing is like, do we pass our fears on hmm. to our kids? What do you think about that? Do you, are your kids scared of the dark? Or are they totally like, I'm going to go into the dark, dad. That, that's the funny thing. Cause I'm trying to raise them knowing that I have these fears. I'm trying to raise them to not have those fears. Mm-hmm. Like I said, they know that I'm like a scaredy cat when it comes to like small little animals. My my kid wanted a hamster. I'm like, heck no. Um, but I raised them to make sure that they don't have those fears. Um, going back to your question, do, is it passed on? Have I passed on my fear? I don't think I have because they sleep in the dark. <laughs> they sleep in the dark. <laughs> and they're okay with it. <laughs> they sleep in the pitch black, but you got a nightlight. Yeah, I'm like, hey, all right, turn, turn the lights off. What's the li- what, what are these lights doing here? Turn it off. I mean, they have a flashlight. Uh, they have they have all those flashlights and stuff. Uh, um, that's another thing. Another uh, maybe episode. Um, uh, we have like a survival kit next to us, and the kids kind of carry that on. <laughs> they have a, a, a water bottle, a flashlight, a little canister of Vicks. Anyone else share that? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> That they carry around with them all day. Next to their bed or like where they know they can just uh, access that. that Okay. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, Do we pass, did I pass it on my fear? I don't think so. (laughs) Interesting. I don't think so. There is this totally side topic, but (laughs) one time we were playing dares with our kids. This is probably a bad idea. Oh boy. But we would, um, we took our like poker chips and Mm. we put like a bucket in the middle of the room and our, uh, my, me and my kids, uh, we sat around the bucket and then we taught, tried to toss these poker chips into the the bucket, Mm. right? Kind of like shooting a basket or whatever. And, um, but we, before we would do that, we would make up a dare (laughs) and say, okay, we're going to, this is just like a Fun quarantine game. It's a lot of pressure. Like, you're like, like yeah. I see them like shaking. So we, st- we state the dare before uh-huh. everyone throws it. And then everyone says, okay, that's the dare. And then we toss it in. And whoever misses has to do the dare. The, oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> and one of the dares was uh, go into the garage with this, all the this, lights off. Is this coming from you or like from them? From the we, kids? Each person like makes up a dare. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Standard like uh, youth group style. Sure. Okay. Like spell your name with your butt or yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. But this uh, one is go into the garage. <laughs> go into the garage and um, and with all the lights off Yikes. and just like walk into the garage and then close the door. Oh my gosh! <laughs> one kid. Missed. I'm sweating right now. Like my my palm one is One kid think about that. missed, and I was like, "We shouldn't do this. This oh is a bad gosh. idea." You gotta but of course, you know, now. I'm a man. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm a man of integrity. So, like, in you go. 
Oh. oh, it was awful. I regretted oh, it. I regretted gosh. it. And then I said, okay, I'm going to go in with you. Wow. And I'm uh, not going to lie. It was dark. It was dark. But then, you know, like in the garage, there's like slits uh, where there's light. light coming through. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, focus on the light. Oh, nice. Focus on Look the light. That. It's there. There's light there. Don't worry. It's not completely dark. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, still, it was freaky. But for them, for me. Yeah. Eh. Not so much. You're about to go to not sleep. Not so much. Then. Yeah. That's I was right. like, oh, this is perfect. <laughs> it's quiet and dark. I can sleep. Oh, man. But that's a good question, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, so let's dive into the, the topic at hand. What are we okay. going to talk about today? I, I think we had a question, right? We have a we question. We did have a question. So someone uh, slid into the DMs over on Instagram. Nice. And so shout out to Isaiah. Isaiah, I believe, is from the Seattle area. What's up, and Isaiah? Thanks for the question. What's up, Isaiah? And he said, talk about how you were led to the vocation of fatherhood. So Isaiah would like to know how we were led to the vocation of fatherhood. And if you're listening to this and you're a father, um, I'd also ask you, how were you led to the vocation of fatherhood? Did you think about it? Did you always want to get married? Uh, Did you wrestle with that idea? Or did you struggle? Did you think about it? Um, Hmm. And then how'd you go about that? So uh, Ray, let's talk about the vocation of fatherhood and how we were led to this place vocation man all right well all right you, you got to define this first because every time i hear vocation i think of vacation and fatherhood is definitely not a vacation <laughs> not, not at all <laughs> so it has its own enjoyment it does it does but yeah a vocation so what, what is what what's a vocation yeah that's a great question so vocation comes from the latin vocare which means to call to call right And so, yeah. And so we, uh, see that the, the vocation that it's actually the calling of our lives that God has called us to Mm -hmm. this plan that God, uh, before all things knew us Mm -hmm. and made us in his own image and then said, I have a plan for you. And this plan is going to be a good plan. And the fulfillment of this plan would find, you would find your happiness in the Catholic church. When you said, vocation, uh, it was traditionally understood as, um, priesthood that Mm -hmm, there is the vocation of the priesthood. And that's what you're talking about when you're talking about vocation. But then as the church continued to meditate on that word vocation, um, it, it realized all the way from the beginning, God intended marriage Mm-hmm. as a vocation and also priesthood as a vocation. And so, uh, and then also to be, a, a consecrated single, to be a, a person who's uh, single, not by circumstance, but by choice. Right. Mm. And so we can kind of see that, Oh, there's different kinds of vocations and, uh, all the vocations would lead uh, when the person is living their vocation, then they're uh, living the path that's going to lead to true happiness for that person, for that individual. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, then th- the person themselves, the individual has to uh, discern, mm-hmm. discern. Um, and that means to talk to God about what is their vocation. What has God called them to? Has God called them to the holy priesthood, uh, the sacrament of, um, 
the holy orders or has uh, God called them to the sacrament of matrimony or has God called them to, to live a holy single life? And so each person has to do that. Yeah, we, we does have that to answer your question. It does. Uh, and we have to uh, be, uh, I guess, uh, um, uh, straightforward with it because a lot of, especially in our English language, a lot of people kind of use that word vocation and they say, oh, you know, like uh, they treat it or they see it as like, my job. What's my job? What's my uh, right. um, in, in in a sense that's it's part of that, but the the capital V vocation is that as you mentioned, it's that distinct distinctive state of life that uh, um, God calls us to to reach holiness, right? Um, so yeah, we we have to make sure and and in in that uh, that going back to that question. Thanks. Uh, who's, who's that? Uh, that's Isaiah. Isaiah, thanks Isaiah for that question. Um, yeah, I discerned. Uh, I I actually, when I was younger, I always wanted to. This is weird. If anyone would ever ask me, I don't think anyone has ever asked me, "What did you want to be when you grew up?" Or when you grow up, I nobody told, asked you that. I have never. No one has ever asked me that. <laughs> no one has ever asked. Me. But um, they're like that guy's scared of the dark. I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah, ask him what he wants he to be when he grows up. He's probably scared to grow. I'm still. I'm so scared of growing up. I haven't grown yet, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I, I would say I wanted to be a dad. I wanted. It's weird because I wanted to. I wanted to fill. It's funny now, but I wanted to fill up a minivan because I saw my oh, dad my do gosh. that. And I'm like, I want. I want to be that. I want to be that. Um, and so the Wait, how many, how many siblings do you have, Ray? Uh, there's five of us all together. Five of you. Okay. Yeah, That's a big family. Us. Yeah. And, and back in the day, you know, you could just fit everyone in, in a little station wagon or a little, uh, right. Uh, a little there's coupe. no seatbelt laws. Yeah. Back in the day, man, I feel so old saying that. Right. <laughs> but anyway, that's what I would say. And I, I saw my dad and his vocation. And I was like, yeah, I want to be that. Then I realized you gotta pay for stuff. You gotta, you gotta <laughs> do this and do that and whatever else. But I did also discern priesthood a little bit, not okay. I, I, not um, not as much or not fully, but I it entered my mind. I was close to going into a retreat to do that. And I I don't know if you remember this, Iris, um, back back in the day. Uh, so everyone, you know, I, my my wife now, um. I was stuck in a friend zone for a bit, for a long time, actually. Yeah. And I finally, saw, I saw I, that zone. I, I, I ta- speaking of being scared, I was scared of girls. I was mm. scared to approach them, and um, and so I, you know, I, me and my wife, we were we were good friends, and finally, I I had enough courage. Finally, had enough courage after uh, after uh, college. Uh, I was entering into. I was enter- actually. I think I was already uh, a missionary uh, worker uh, during this time, and I had the courage to ask her out. This is my longtime best friend, right? By the way, we all know the ending. She married me. Praise be to God. <laughs> best friend in quotes. <laughs> my, my best friend, and I asked her, "Hey, so um, would you want to be my girlfriend?" I didn't ask her like that, but you know, <laughs> all the other stuff. <laughs> and so it was actually pr- a perfect kind of a, a perfect storm. In a sense, because the week later, I was scheduled to go to do mission work in Europe. 
and I was joined by we. I was going to join Iris as he was heading towards Africa. We were going to do this kind of a mission work in Europe with our a good friend Angelo as well. So us three, we we were sent to go to to do some mission work in Europe the following week before I had the courage to ask yeah. my my best friend to be my girlfriend. So yeah. I'm like, right, so you asked your says, best friend to be your girlfriend yeah. a week before you're leaving for Europe to hang out with me. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. So so just in case, in a sense, I was like, all right, well, uh, I'll have some time to kind of recover. But I didn't have that in mind because I knew that she was going to be like, of course, yes, I'm in Absolutely. love with you. And, um, long story short, she she said no. I was as, as I mentioned, I was stuck she in a friend. She said no. She said no, yeah. How did she do that? What did she, she say? She when when I asked her, would you? you were know, you in person when you asked her? Or you were on the I, phone. I was. It was in person. She was actually. Uh, she just graduated college and she was about to head down to do missionary work in Latin America. Okay. Uh, uh, a week, actually, a week, a week later as well. So this was like perfect timing, quote unquote. Uh, okay. I, that's, yes. As I thought, you know, in my plans, and so this was the moment. Right. So I, I asked her and she said she b- gave me a big smile and she said, uh, can, uh, let me call you later. And in my mind, I'm like, so we we got a chance here. We got a chance. Right. So. <laughs> so, yeah. So, again, long story short, she, she did say no. She didn't have any rom- romantic feelings for me. Oh. Man, e- even like even now being married for oh. a good 13 years it kind of still stings when i say that yeah she said no um i don't have any romantic feelings for you that's the straight friend my, zone my friend ouch okay well i said all right well um uh, i kid you not i said this uh so this is like strike one right i have like two more strikes can i <laughs> and she's like she had to she had to break it to me she's like no <laughs> You're, you're laughing way too hard there, buddy. Because <laughs> hey, we know the ending. It's a good ending. Yes, thank you. All right. But anyway, anyway, I was I was brokenhearted. And I, I don't know if you noticed that when we were in uh, in Europe doing missionary work there. Um, I did. Yeah, I was brokenhearted. And, and so, yeah, I, I had to let go, right? Um, and we had a chance to go up to uh, St. Peter's Square. Do you remember this? Oh, absolutely. We had a chance to go up all the way up, and it was, I was... Uh, What's that called? The Coppola? I forget, but it, it was... It the was dome, the, the top dome, of the dome. The top of the dome of St. Peter uh, Basilica there. And she gave me a rosary um, as a friend, and I held on to that rosary maybe like three years, and I always had that rosary in my pocket. Missing beads already, kind of smell a little funky, and I'm like, I got to let go of this girl. So I did. I, I said my last rosary prayer during the climb up. And uh, on top of uh, St. Peter's Square, I, I hung it up in a, a little uh, loose nail that was that was exposed there. And I hung it up and I said, Lord God, my life isn't mine. It's yours. So, so you'll provide me with an even better rosary than this, right? Kind of jokingly, right? And um, just just my, my prayer with, with God and saying... You know, you'll provide me with a greater, a better rosary than this. Jokingly saying, maybe even a golden one. So I hung it up there, left it alone. And I felt that freedom. But at the same time, I also felt the, 
what's the word? Um, maybe if it's not her, it's the priesthood kind of <laughs> kind of moment. <laughs> so here we go, kind of a yeah. thing. And I was excited, but again, long story short, uh, a year later, we we um, we I, I started courting her, and she she did. Uh, you know, again, long story short, she did say yes to my proposal. Like you, I I, I proposed in a church. I put the kneeler down and knelt down and you did. I did. I did. Nice. And then she she said, "I have something also to give to you that I that she has uh, been keeping for all these years." And so she um, we went back to her parents' house and she um, gave me a rosary that she's kept ever since from uh, from Lords when she made a pilgrimage there, and she gave me a golden rosary. No. That little that little prayer that I I said jokingly to God, um, God had His fingerprints all over this. So, going back to that question, how did I discern? One foot at a time, one step at a time. I I made bold moves. I was rejected. I discerned. I prayed some more. Ultimately, I I, I believe that you know you get closer to God, He'll show you where to go. Does that answer it? Absolutely. That's awesome. Thank you, Ray. That's a great story. And I remember being there at the top of St. Peter's and you <laughs> putting that rosary there like you were saying goodbye. Like you're broken, <laughs> your little broken heart. And I put my hand on your shoulder. I was like, oh my gosh, this man, he's giving it up. He's <laughs> I, I was ready. I was going to, yeah. And if, you know, if God did call me to, to priesthood, um, I was ready for it. But he had a different plan. Yeah. You know what I like about this story mm. is um, when you said that, God, my life is not my own, right? Like that God, God has just like this tremendous love for his children mm. um, that's unmatched. Yeah. And just the desire and the plan for each of his children and it's a good one and it doesn't happen in the way that we want it. But the more that we kind of surrender to the plan and recognize like, oh man, it's, it's not my plan really, but it's God's plan. And then we involve God in that decision-making process mm. that we're able to understand our vocation. Because ultimately, as the catechism would state, the, every person's vocation is to love. Right. Like the primary vocation of the That's human right. is to love. And we can find that in like section 1600 and thereabouts. Um, but in the process of loving, we got to prioritize our love, right? Our love has to begin with God. I've got to love God above all things. And then once I have ordered my love, mm -hmm. then I can uh, love what he calls me to because I've loved God first. And then when you kind of do that act of surrender, your heart is open to what, what God is calling you to. And for you, it was to grace, um, the, the grace of God and the grace who is your wife. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's a, that's a beautiful thing. And, um, yeah, it kind of, it took, it took a little bit of heartbreak for you to get there. A little bit. It, it felt like, oh man, it felt like years. Yeah. There were so many girls that were interested in you in Europe when oh, we were there. Really? Yeah. Nobody told me. And uh, you could not <laughs> see it at all. <laughs> oh, man. It's, yeah. Oh, 
That's yeah. funny. <laughs> I, I, this this kind of matches what you're saying here, Iris. This is in, uh, from Ephesians chapter 5. So be imitators of God as beloved children and live in love as Christ loved us and handed himself over for us as a sacrificial offering to God for a fragrant aroma. And he calls us uh, again to live in the light. And this is in uh, verse 8 in Ephesians 5. Live as children of light, for light produces every kind of goodness and righteousness and truth. To try to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. That's, that's, I want to highlight that. Try to learn what is pleasing to the Lord. Take no part in the fruitless works of darkness. Rather, expose them, for it is shameful even to mention the things done by them in secret. But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, for everything that becomes visible is light. Therefore, it says, Awake, O sleeper, and arise from the dead, and Christ will give you light. Again, that's in Ephesians 5. That's so good. Yeah, arise. Arise. O sleeper, arise. Yeah, and maybe... Uh, yeah, <laughs> did you plan this because you're afraid of the dark and then that That's reading right. is exactly. about light um <laughs> i think i'm pulling it all together now there oh my is. gosh yeah that there's that um yeah everything i this part trips me out in the scripture and this ha- this one haunted me for mm. years or it's um everything that's done in the dark will be seen in the light yeah man yeah man um and and then if we look at the psalm the psalmist um I don't remember what, what psalm it is off the top of my head, um, but it says, it's in the 100s, I think. It's like, even darkness is not dark to you. Mm. Light and dark are one. Mm. And um, that God's not afraid of the dark, that God sees all right. and is not afraid of it. Um, but we, we are. And uh, so then we want to live in the light. Uh, and allow ourselves to, um, you know, draw, draw closer to the, the ultimate source of light. Yeah. And then that's going to really help us, um, move forward. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you're right. I, I, I did a little, a little bit of planning in this, in this one, in a sense of talking about the lights, um, some practical things that we can do as fathers. Cause you know, yeah, now we're fathers. Now we're living the, the vocation, right? We've been discerning this. We've been praying for it. And now we're living it. And as I mentioned, it's no vacation, but it really is that vocation. So what, what can we do? What can we do now practically as fathers to continue on our, our quest for holiness, to live out the vocation that God has called us to um, in small ways, in the, our daily walks uh, with our children, with, with our wife, any any practical things that we can kind of carry and, and uh, maybe challenge our listeners out there? Yeah, I'd say the beginning and most simple and probably most essential thing to do when we're reflecting on our vocation is to mm. remember to remember what we're called to. Now, each yes. of us is called to the vocation of love, right? And that love is the love with our uh, family and the love of, um, our wives. So we got to love our wives and then, uh, but ultimately we got to love God. Right. Um, and so like primary to our vocation of love is prayer. And so keeping our own, 
uh, prayer life solid, like building a wall around our prayer lives, mm-hmm. um, as men defending that as, yeah. and defending that is like essential to, um, having a, a strong, uh, life in your vocation, whatever your vocation is, if it's to marriage, if it's to the priesthood, if it's to this blessed single life, um, that prayer is the lifeblood of that vocation. Amen. How about number two? Do you got a number two? Yeah, I got a number two. I'd say, um, talking about lights, turn on the lights, man. Uh, make sure you're living in the lights. Uh, as fathers, we all know how this uh, this goes. When you're walking in darkness, there's Lego pieces all over the floor. Mm. It's no fun walking through that, man. <laughs> so yep. it's, it's best to... Step lightly. Yeah, <laughs> even then, right? It, but it's best to just turn on the lights and clear clear out the, the room. And if you have a, a, a well-lit room, you have the freedom to dance. You, you, you're, you're not just walking through the room. You have the freedom to dance, right? So I'd like to encourage all the fathers, all, all of our listeners out there. What does that mean? That means maybe to go and, and, and um, receive the sacrament of reconciliation. That means to stay away from those bad habits, those devices, get rid of those things and grow in virtue, right? So those things, that's, that's in a sense turning on those lights and uh, inviting God in that in that space in that room and dance. I love that. I love that um, thing because uh, it also evokes a sense of joy. Yeah, which I know it's tough sometimes in our vocation as um, uh, parents, as as husbands. Um, that there's that sense of joy because there's like a sense of responsibility. There's mm-hmm. a sense of work, but really all of this should uh, evoke joy. And, um, and that's what dancing reminds me of. And so, you know, find the joy, find the joy, uh, in the little things. Cause I know for me personally, it's tough. I feel like it's a grind a lot of the time and, um, I'm just trying to keep my head above water. I don't, I haven't figured it all out. You know, we're just like treading water. We're not thriving. We're surviving. (laughs) And, uh, but then even then there's joy. Right. Even then in the small kind of places, there's joy. So seek that and find that and celebrate it. It's worthy, Dude. you know, and that's going to bring life into your marriage and your family. Kind of connecting it to the the consequence of your game there with your kid. You went in there in that garage with your kid. And just like what you said, man, you, you said, look for that light, a little glimmer of light and focus on that. It's not, it's not, <laughs> yeah, it's not this like dark. immense array of darkness. <laughs> There's, there's a pinhole. There's a pinhole. There's a glimmer of light there. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. One of the other things too, when I when I talk to people about vocation, is that really in order to understand our vocation, we really got to talk to God about it, mm-hmm. like to involve God in <laughs> our decision making, um, and that's big things and small things. I really, uh, um, I ask my wife all the time when I'm going to make a decision. I ask. Yeah. Uh, the people who I trust, my mentors and my friends. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I'd do things on my own. I'd write a list of pros and cons and all those kinds of things. But like, I have to be reminded, did I ask God? Amen. Yeah. Did I ask God about this decision? And when you're talking about something about your life. So I know Isaiah, he's a young missionary. And um, when you're asking about what, what is your life going to be? What is God calling you to? You, you got to ask God about that 
Um, and then like what you, what Ray, you said too, is it's super practical. It's do the, do it. Yeah. Like try, yeah. Uh, be put yourself afraid. out there, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, be willing to be rejected Ouch. horribly, yeah. <laughs> uh, but put yourself out there. It's interesting because, like, when I told my story, m- my wife was like, "Yeah, let's be together. <laughs> We're gonna be <laughs> three thousand, five thousand miles apart." Uh, <laughs> so, anyways, uh, but you gotta like you gotta put your you gotta risk yeah. it yeah you gotta you gotta that's the one of the steps so 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 yeah w- with that said as as well that's why it's important for us to be living in the light yeah you should be scared if you're not living in the light you should be scared because it's gonna be some broken glass that you're gonna be you might be walking on you know so turn on that light prepare yourself and if you are living in the light be not afraid go take that step bold moves man even now as, as a married man we're still we're still we still have to make big those big decisions right for our family for ourselves so yeah fathers out there including myself i need to make sure that i'm living in the light i'm cleaning the room i'm making sure that my heart is is pure so that i won't be afraid to make bold moves absolutely yeah yeah those are great those are great practical tips awesome. love it Awesome. So, shall we? Uh, let's. Uh, shall we end with a prayer? We should. You want to do it? Sure thing. Thank you, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Lord God, we thank you for this time together as brothers, and all our listeners out there. Lord Jesus, bless them. Holy Spirit, come. Let them know where you want them to go, and call them to the life of holiness, Lord Jesus Christ. Mama Mary, we ask for your prayers, your intercession. Always lead us how to best serve your son, Jesus. Teach us how to, how to do that, our blessed mother. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Hey, that was great. Thanks, Ray. All right. That was the good. Vocation, yeah. The vocation of marriage. Dude, so yeah, subscribe. All the listeners out there, if you haven't hit that button yet, go ahead and press that button. Subscribe to the podcast. Leave yeah, us a share nice it with comment. your friends. Share, share it. it with your friends. Yes. Your mom, your share dad, it on your, social your brother, media. your sisters, go ahead and share that. Uh, and uh, to those who have already subscribed and, and, and uh, have uh, written us some good great generous comments thank you so much and yes as iris said share yeah we'll be covering other um questions that have come in and you can always ask us a question at fatherhoodarise at gmail.com or you could slide into the dms the dms are open on fatherhood arise thank you for those uh, who have been writing on instagram yeah absolutely we'll do we'll We'll give some more love out there to the questions um, in following episodes. Yeah. Hey, so, Iris, what have you been up to? Any uh, any uh, thing you want to promote right now? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, well, you could always check me out on my own Instagram called to rise, uh, called to rise on Instagram, and my website called to rise.org. And I'm still working on a couple of different reflections uh, on the Camino. Um, the Feast of St. James is July 25th. Oh, okay. uh, St. James the Apostle. And so that's right around the corner. And um, I'm going to be uh, um, probably releasing a bunch of uh, content about the Camino de Santiago, that's St. James. 
um, uh, around then. So look out for that stuff. How about you, Ray? What you doing on the internet this week? Uh, You know, I wanted to to start gathering some information about this. I'd love to start, and we've been talking about this, I'd love to start something for fathers that maybe just hang out uh, on on the internet here, Uh, especially during this time of quarantine. I'd love to kind of gather some ideas, maybe start a book club. I'm actually starting a book club for young adults, uh, but I wanted to see if there's any specific book any specific thing that some of our listeners some of our fathers are wanting to get into so let us know fatherhoodarise at gmail.com give us some ideas as Iris mentioned also uh, direct message us on Instagram on Facebook on Twitter let us know what you want to discuss and I'd love to kind of create something that'd be that'd be awesome yeah let's get that going yeah alright alright well until next time until next time Peace. God bless.